0: This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network.
1: I don't sing, I don't dance, I don't do those anymore. Anything I don't show, you won't try you anymore.
0: Michael, 36, sits at a table in a diner on the Upper East Side. Bradley, 33, returns from the lavatory and launches into a story.
1: All right, so a few years ago, I was at a poolside bar in Santorini. Where's Santorini? I was in Santorini. No, where is that? Oh, uh, it's a Greek island, and I needed to both take a poop and change out of my bathing suit. Yeah, pool poops are tough. Well, it, it was fine because I was done swimming. But it's like the same as right after you take a shower. No, I think it's a little different because pools don't make you clean. But, yeah, right after you get out of the shower, it's like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, so it's single occupancy bathrooms, but they're labeled male and female. And the male one was occupied for a long time, so I go inside the female one. While I'm in there, this girl knocks on the door, and I'm like, you know, sorry, I'll be out in a minute. And she screams,
2: there's a guy in there!
1: And I'm, I'm like, yo, it's single occupancy, Relax. So just now, I'm waiting for the bathroom, and it's the same setup, but it's America. So I think, all right, I'm going to wait for the men's room this time. And that's despite the fact that when the women's room opened up, there was a little boy coming out. Now, Granted, his mom took him in there, but whatever. So I wait a while. I don't know if you noticed, but it took me a long time. Yeah, but I thought you were... Well, I was, but you know I'm a pretty fast
3: pooper. You have a lot of practice. And then this woman comes out of the men's room. I was furious about it. You know what I'm furious about? I was messaging with this girl on Bumble, and she asked me how I could be single after all these years. Pause. Are we done with my pooping story? Is there more? No. Well, yeah, then. We're done. Fine. Go on. I said I actually wasn't single for a long time, and I was in a relationship. I told her it was for, like, 12 years. She said it's strange to be in a relationship that long and not be married. I said, well, you know, I never said I wasn't married. And her tone changes immediately. And then she just... Hold on, let me read this. I'm sorry, but I just can't do this. I can't be with someone who has already been someone else's husband. I really wish you would've just put that in your profile. What a bag of bullshit that is. Yeah, it's actually not the first time that's happened to me. This is the third woman who's brought in my divorce as a deal breaker.
1: Well, that's Wait, that's kinda weird actually, because I've had women tell me that they actually prefer guys who've been divorced because they know they can be in a
3: relationship. Yeah, sure, that's what they say. But when it comes down to it, a lot of women apparently just want an unblemished man. Oh, oh shit, I need to get home. I'm sorry, blemished man, but you know I use that
1: J-Swipe long distance feature and I matched with this chick in Seattle and we have a Skype date in five minutes and I need to smoke before. Skype date, huh? Sounds sexy. Remember to
3: wear your condom.
1: Shut up. This girl apparently did some kind of research project about dating using, like, thousands of data points from every single date she went on for a year. So, you know, maybe I'll glean some West Coast knowledge. And, like I've been saying, it might give
3: me a reason to finally visit Seattle. Yeah, that still makes me sad.
0: Bradley throws a few dollars on the table, though not enough to cover his meal and runs back to the apartment to turn on skype and connect with karen 34 a seattle-based woman who works for a data company and is well known for her painstaking research on dating Bradley's very curious about her research
1: so what inspired you to do this data dating business
2: i just i don't know i i go on a lot of dates and i i just like i'm having trouble meeting people and i I'm just kind of like, I don't know what's going on if I'm doing like, I I work for a data company. And so like, everybody's always talking about like, having some personal data set that and and I'm like, well, what's interesting to me? What's important to me? And I went to this conference, and people were doing like really cool personal data. And I thought, I should do something about my dating, because I don't know, like I go on a ton of dates. And Nothing really works out that often, and maybe I'll learn something from this. And I'm an artist, and it'd be cool to just, like, make something out of it. So at least if I go on a date and it sucks, at least it's contributed to something else, like a project. or Like, like be somebody, which there are critics that thought, like, I was just doing it for the project. That's not true. I was just kind of like, I'm already going on the dates. I might as well make something out of it, you know?
1: What would you have done if your first date, after you started the project, you fell in love?
2: I'd be thrilled.
1: But but that would have been the like, end of the project, no?
2: Yeah, maybe I would have tracked something else. Yeah, that would have been okay. Like, I thought about that. I, I got a little neurotic about it for a second. I'm like, wait a minute. That would be good. That's what I want, That's you know? Right. That's always yeah, so like a win-win situation. Like, either I meet somebody or I don't, and I get to keep working on this project.
1: Do you think that doing the project changed the way you dated? Like, did you... Let's say you went into a date and it wasn't going well. Did you push the date in a different direction because you knew, well, this doesn't matter because I'm going to get something out of this anyway?
2: Um, I wouldn't say it was that. I do think that, like, it affected it. Like, definitely I went on more dates because I wanted to collect more data, you know? So, it, like, kind of encouraged me to keep trying. I think kind of near the end it became a little too, like, like I was like, oh, here's another date, here's more information, like another, you know, like I feel like maybe it did kind of change things, and, and that's why I only did it for a year, and I, didn't, I don't still do it, you know, because right. it was like, okay, I don't think that this is as authentic as it was originally, because it's too scientific, like, so, so that was when you realize, like, oh, this is a good time to stop.
1: Sure. You're Jewish, Um, right? Yeah. I'm also Jewish. Well, obviously. Um,
2: We met on (laughs) J-Swipe. By
1: the uh, way, there's
2: no people on J-Swipe in Seattle.
1: I I know that. Well, I don't know that about Seattle, but I went to Charleston recently, and between the time that my flight landed and the time that my flight got to the gate, I had swiped through everybody on J-Swipe. That's what Um, it's
2: like in Seattle.
1: Yeah, that's rough. So why, wait, so th- this is separate, but why use JSwipe in Seattle if there's no one on it? Like, what? Do you, why even go on the app?
2: Um, I don't know, just because sometimes there are people, I mean, there are some people on it, and every once in a while you log on and there's, like, someone new. <laughs> like uh, one
1: person and then you get that circle again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or they give you, like, randos from New York for some reason. Sure.
1: I, I, so I, 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 yeah. I
2: don't know. I just, like, curiosity, really. <laughs>
1: Sure. No, I get it. To
2: me, it's all just interesting.
1: So I looked on, when I was looking at your spreadsheet, I noticed that some of the apps yielded better results for you than others. And it was funny that the data app, which is OkCupid, really wasn't doing it for you. So why do you think, which which app was best? Tinder?
2: Uh, I think Tinder was the best. So for the I, same reason JSwipe would have been just as good, though. Just like no information.
1: Right. You think it was the fact that you have no information going into it? I know in your presentation you said... You would build up these people to be something. I think there's a lot to be said for that. It's why I, I personally don't like texting forever before I go out with someone. Or even when I started dating in New York eight years ago, which is depressing as hell to say out loud, I would call people before a date. And now I don't do that because I would build them up. I'd get like pre-date crushes on them and then we'd meet and it would be disappointing. So that obviously seems like it was kind of a factor for you. But what is there anything else about Tinder per se that you think made it more effective?
2: I think Tinder is kind of like... I mean, like, obviously meeting someone in person is the best, but that's really hard in this world, Mm -hmm. and I think Tinder is basically, like, second to that. It's kind of like, oh, that person's kind of cute, and then that person thinks, oh, that person's kind of cute, you don't really know anything about them, and you both agree, and then you talk for, like, a second, and then you go out, and then you get to know each other, and I think that's why, for me, it probably works the best, because it's just, it's, like, the closest to in-person that you'll get with an app.
1: Yeah. How often did doing this make dating feel like a drag? I
2: think dating felt like a drag anyways to me at that point.
1: <laughs> sure.
2: <laughs> and um, so that's kind of why I was, I did it at first. I was like, no, let's try something different, you know, to just like make it a little bit more interesting. Um, this actually showed me that dating wasn't as much of a drag as I thought it was. Cause I actually like, I mean people are interesting and I realized that like I was having more fun on those dates than I thought um, but I'm kind of like this the, my personality is kind of like I dread everything like I never want to do anything and then I do it and I'm like oh that was great you know Sorry. so <laughs> date is helpful for that you know it's yeah. like I never want to work out oh you- thank god I did that I feel so good like I don't want to go out with this person it was great
1: I wish you hadn't said that. I haven't been to the gym in three weeks, and I and I purposely bought a more expensive gym membership so I would be motivated to go, and now I'm just throwing money away. And he, when I hear people talk about the gym, I just get anxiety.
2: I think there's thing to that, though. I visited my friend in L.A., and she belongs to, like, the Equinox, Hollywood. Yeah, that's Hollywood what I belong
1: Equinox. to. I belong oh to Equinox. Oh, my God, it was
2: amazing. I was like, if I belonged to the Hollywood Equinox, I'd work out all the time. But you're right. telling me maybe not?
1: Well, I don't belong to the Hollywood Equinox. I belong to the Upper <laughs> West Side Broadway Equinox. It's I'm not. sure that's
2: just as cool, right? I doubt
1: it, actually. it's it's Look, it's a nice gym. They have yeah. eucalyptus towels. They have
2: keels in the bathroom and yeah, scene so, rooms? So
1: for a while, I had even stopped buying shampoo in my apartment because of the shampoo. <laughs> One, I only wash my hair like twice a week. But two, the shampoo at... Equinox is wonderful. It's like yes. ma- and, the sh- and the showers are incredible. They're too small, yeah. but they're really good. And, and I was like, well, if I don't even have shampoo, then I have to shower there, and I'll go even more. But it just got to the point where, like, I started getting dandruff <laughs> because I wasn't washing my hair enough. It just all these tricks don't work for me. So because I'm ultimately I'm too lazy. So yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So those motivation tricks are tough. I think you do very well in New York City, where everybody feels that way about everything they do. It's like oh, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm just going to do it.
2: Oh, that's good because I'm applying for jobs there. So Are you? And I'm like terrified, yeah.
1: <laughs> You're <terribly> a- terrified <laughs> of everything.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've told you too much. That's no, okay. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of really cool startups in New York, and so I've been applying for, for design jobs there. And also L.A. and Chicago. Basically like more diverse cities with Jewish people.
0: <laughs> right. Is, is,
1: now wait, was meeting someone Jewish important to you? as like a deal breaker? Cause I know you went out in your thing, you went out with guys who aren't Jewish, but why you just mentioned that. Why move to a city like New York or Chicago LA? Where there are you? Is someone dying?
2: No, that's my steamer.
1: Sorry. <laughs> okay. So do you have a carbon monoxide problem? Um,
2: <laughs> well, no, I just, no, yeah, why didn't... is
1: that important? Why, why do you want more of that? Do you feel a, a kinship with the Jews?
2: I feel like I'm lacking a connection. Like I've honestly, I have only dated like one Jewish guy, two yeah. Jewish guys my whole life. One was in high school and one was in college and I'm 35. So like I haven't dated a Jewish person in a really long time.
1: Right. We don't um, age well. We get worse as we <laughs> older. Like, I'm, I'm definitely, so
2: I'm I, aging great by the way.
1: Yeah, I bet. But it doesn't happen to w- women age Wonderfully, as human beings, Jewish men become more neurotic and more terrible. It's interesting. Like, uh, so <laughs> I my think par-
2: men age better than women. Actually, then,
1: hold on, you're just talking about the physical. It's different. Like, my father is 66. <laughs> he has a 39 year old wife. He's killing it. Okay. Oh. See. But, but what is what kind of man is 66 and has a 39-year-old wife? It's like something's wrong with it.
2: <laughs> that's a lot of men. That's such Jewish men.
1: I know. But like when I get a phone call, I'm just venting now. When I get a phone yeah. call on my birthday <laughs> that, hey, you have a new sister and she is, she was born on your birthday. It's like, oh, that's fucking Whoa. weird, man. That's fucking weird. Wait, what was my point? My point is this. They're all like, why are you single? You're cute and you're funny. And I'm like, I'm getting older and I'm a Jew. I'm getting worse all the time. Like, <laughs> if you spent more than an hour with me, you'd hate me.
2: Yeah. Well, imagine having that personality in Seattle. Yeah, like, no,
1: I'd be dead. Someone would have killed like, me.
2: They don't get me. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no I do. like I Like, I i Like, I'm, like, interesting to them. Right. You know? And... I have great friends here and it's not like an easy decision. And I'm also looking for jobs there, but in general, like, uh
0: you know, like
2: it's not, it's not that I, I don't have to be with a Jewish person, but I've dated so many guys in Seattle that like w- grew up in these tiny towns. And like, I don't even think they ever grew up with a Jewish person. They've never been to a bar mitzvah. Like, right. I, And it's kind of like upsetting. Like I didn't realize that I cared until you're kind of in that situation over and over again, and you realize like these people are just never gonna. I I know this kind of sounds like a little narcissistic. Like they'll never get me. I don't know like how to really put it, but in a sense, they won't, right? Like, and I I think as I get older, yeah, like as I get older, um, I kind of like want that connection, and I'm not getting it here. And that sucks because Seattle's a really easy city to live in. Yeah. It's just, you know, there's a lot of jobs. There's like it's beautiful out here. Um, it's just easy. It's an easy life. Oh, the other reason why I think a lot of Jewish people don't live here, why I feel like I don't blend, is that uh everybody out here like very strongly identifies with being outdoorsy. Yeah. And since I've moved out here, I have become a like I've done stuff outside and I really like it like and I feel more relaxed and happy when I'm out there but like I will just never commit to it like the people out here commit to it. You know, it's like their thing and every single dude on a dating site is like climbing backpacking camping snowboarding, skiing. I don't know how to do any of those things. You can
1: you can backpack. You can put a thing on your back. I don't want
2: to. It's but heavy. You, can.
1: you know how to walk. Yeah, but the thing, thing is,
2: back. I don't want to. All
1: right, well that's fine. Come here, <laughs> do it. I mean, you'll find people who do it, but not everybody. What's what do you have to have in your profile if you're here? I love to eat. You have to oh, love yeah. food. Do you eat all the food?
2: I love food. Yeah. You're
1: gonna do fine here, Chicago. Same. Think about the. <laughs> thing about Chicago, though, is, and maybe you're into this, they're going to want to get you back to the suburbs immediately.
2: Oh, my God. Please don't. That, well, I don't. I know. That's but, the worst part. That's
1: that's not really a like, thing here. People want to stay in the city here and never have kids. But in Chicago, they want to get you back to the suburbs to be pumping out babies immediately. I don't know what L.A. is like. L.A., everybody still hikes. Everybody hikes.
2: I was I in L.A. a couple of weeks ago, and... um I just opened up JSwipe and I was like, holy shit.
1: Yeah, look at all these fake people.
2: No, there's like so many LA's cute Jewish guys. And I was like, there are no cute Jewish guys in Seattle. There are some Jewish guys, but they're not cute, and they're all nerdy engineers. And I realized I can't date engineers anymore because yeah. they're the worst.
1: Well, there's no engineers here.
2: Thank goodness. There are, actually, because there are a sure. lot of tech companies in New York. But I think I could avoid them more easily. In New York, then. So, yeah. yeah,
1: just don't live in Brooklyn.
2: There's also the other side of the spectrum where, like, and I've noticed this more on J-Swipe than on Tinder. I don't know if people think because it's like a Jewish dating site, they have to, you know, I don't know. But they'll just like message you forever. And I'm like, what are we yeah. going to talk about on our first date?
1: So I think. <laughs> and then I just I, get sick of it. I think part of that uh, is new. Um, I mean, it's always been a problem. I've always seen people write on their profile, even since I was on J-Date way back in the day. They've always written, I'm not looking for a pen pal, which comes from that. Yeah. But I think part of the problem is this overabundance of choice now. And I think guys are going on dates every night that they're free. So that's kind of their way of like putting you off until they're ready for you.
2: Is it true that there are more single women than men in New York? Like, I'm in, Like I have. Yep. Yeah.
1: So Chicago, there's more men. Oh, really? <clears throat> oh, really? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good to know.
1: Look, no, I'm just that, letting the
2: job, the job is making the decision, not but me. But
1: that statistic is meaningless. It's 100%. So what if there's more? There's not, it's not a two-to-one ratio. There are yeah. slightly more women than men in New York. That doesn't matter. If you're a certain caliber of person, you're going to match with a certain, you're going to be appealing to a certain caliber of person. So no matter what, like whenever I hear this thing about like, oh, there's more men or women, the ratio's off. It's like, it doesn't matter because your only ratio that matters is the people who are like you, the people who think you're attractive and you think are attractive, the people who are interested in the things that you're interested Because in. you're like not going to date some idiot. You're not going to date a trainer at, at the gym, right? Yeah. That's going to be boring for you. So yeah. those guys are irrelevant. So those guys are all off the table. And for a guy like me, all those like all the Pilates instructors—they're off the table too. I'm like, oh, I think they're all really sexy. I'm not going to be able to get through a fucking dinner with them. Yeah. So, I think the ratio things don't actually matter because don't worry. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not matching with everyone anyway.
2: Yeah. You think um, like I won't? It won't be terribly hard for me. Like, how will I do in New York? You think?
1: I think you'd do great.
2: Well, I'll let you know if I get a job, and then you can help me. You can tell me we're in Brooklyn. Yeah. I have sure. other I have other friends too. Like, I'm happy.
1: Been, I'm happy to help.
2: You don't, cool, have, you
1: don't have to pawn yourself off on your other friend. <laughs> when was the last time you were in a relationship?
2: Last summer, I dated someone for like three months. Okay, that counts. Yeah, I feel like I can't believe it's been two years, but I think it was probably two years ago I was in a six-month relationship.
1: Okay, so, that definitely yeah. counts.
2: Six months, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. So,
2: <laughs> What about you?
1: So my situation is a little different. Until this is Right now, I've been single for about a little over a year and a half. And it's the longest I've ever been single in my adult life. I usually have like three to five months here and there. This is the longest. And I was, I was in a relationship for a year and a half leading up to that that I thought was going to be my last relationship. That was not the case. And all of my friends when when we broke up was like, you're the only one who thought that. No one else thought that. Was really? Yeah. Why? What I'm, happened? I'm like, no, we had so much fun. I'm like, yeah, you had fun because she would like, she liked to do fun, fancy, exciting things and you pay for them. And like, <laughs> I am not a rich man. so. I was like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I was having a lot of fun while I was in it. But I, apparently, you don't hear yourself. And I was always like, she doesn't love me like I love her, that kind of thing. Yeah. And eventually, you, you figure that out. And then she breaks up with you, and it doesn't matter. But this is the longest I've been single. And, and I think people just assume that I've always been single. <laughs> um, which is totally not the case. Like I think I give better relationship advice because I've been in a lot of relationships, but I find myself only giving single advice. Oh, this is what you like about New York, though, and it might be this way in Seattle, too. If you can get over the dread of doing things, there is everything to do, and, and lots of strangers meeting each other through mutual interest. Cool. Like, meetup is huge here. Also, if not you like I... Game of Thrones, there's a lot of those meetups, too.
2: I do like Game of Thrones. I would not go to a Game of Thrones meetup, though.
1: Yeah, I wonder who else would be there. I did win Game of Thrones trivia the other day, though.
2: That's impressive.
1: 75 bucks.
2: Whoa. What are Whoa. you going to do with your winnings?
1: I think I have to spend it at that bar. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get people to this shitty bar. Anyway, so after you finished the project, did it change the way you thought about dating? Like,
2: I was like, I'm really sick of dating. I'm not going to go on dates for a while. Okay. Um. And, well, oh, actually, so first what happened was the last date that I went on on my spreadsheet was the guy that I ended up dating for three months. Oh, nice. And under- it didn't work out, but that oh, wasn't no. bad. And I don't know why. Like, it's, like, subconscious or I don't know. Like,
1: you put – do you think – wait, that's interesting.
2: <laughs> I don't do you know. you think
1: – that you forced that three months because he was the last guy in your spreadsheet, or did that really three months I didn't
2: like him that much? So maybe. Oh. I mean, it's not that I no, I didn't, I didn't not like him. I don't know. I just had a lot of problems with him. Like he really pissed me off. And like Why? I like just what?
1: Like what did he do? You do?
2: Oh, it's just gonna make me sound bad.
1: I don't it's, know. It's not gonna make you sound bad. It's, it's, these are human things that people feel. It's fine. I once I'll I'll break the ice on this. I don't like the way some people sound when they eat. I don't like the way some people walk because it doesn't remind me of the women who I found attractive before. Like people dislike crazy mm. things.
2: I just didn't like respect him that much, you know, <laughs> like
1: <laughs> That's deep. Keep going.
2: <laughs> well
1: What do you do for a living?
2: He was really into the outdoors, which is fine. That's <laughs> normal. Um the he way. had two jobs. He owned he worked like as like a web designer slash S search engine optimization jack of all trades at this shitty company that didn't treat him well. And then so he called himself like a designer, but I looked up his portfolio and it was awful. And then he also had his own company and it was like a carpet cleaning company. He didn't do the carpet cleaning, he just like he because the website that he worked for distributed carpet carpet cleaning parts. He thought, "Oh, I'll just start my own business in carpet cleaning because I can get a <laughs> discount," <laughs> which I think is great. I, that was something I liked about him. Like he was just a stoner who, you know, that's scrappy. an entrepreneurial like, spirit. Yes, yeah, that actually yeah. was one of his good good qualities.
1: Mm-hmm. But he
2: didn't, and he didn't do any of the carpet cleaning. Not that that matters to me. And he didn't schedule it. Basically, he was like, my whole goal is to just automate everything so I don't have to do anything so I can just hike all the time.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Which is fine. That was like – But when he told me he wanted to like be – that's fine. That did not bother me about him. Go with your passions. I can respect that. I did not – I thought he was a terrible designer when I looked up his portfolio. That I did not respect. And I just (laughs) didn't think he was smart enough. Right. That – was my problem and also i felt like he crossed physical boundaries with me and he and he had like a hokey sense of humor and i don't like slapstick like i just we just didn't have the same kind of sense of humor i think it was a sense of humor i just kind of thought it was kind of dumb you do know
1: you, sorry do you not like being touched
2: no i do like being touched but
1: but, but he would. there was just
2: something about him, the way he did it
1: you just didn't like him i just him. didn't you like didn't him. Want <laughs> him to touch you <laughs> That's what it was. I just didn't like him. I should really have a
2: pillow on my lap. Um, yeah, I feel bad. I guess I just didn't like him because you're the second person who said that.
1: Yeah, well, it seems very obvious.
2: Well, my friends were like, you know, he's really great because he, like, really gets – Like, the one thing about him is that he kind of got me. Like, not a lot of people in Seattle kind of, like, get me and my personality. Mm-hmm. So, like – How would you describe was, your like,
1: personality?
2: I mean, to you, it's probably not that – unique but like in seattle like i'm just like kind of quirky and i don't know i don't really know how to explain myself but
1: you have bangs you either you like, look like you you act like someone who would have bangs
2: <laughs> what i don't know what that means
1: It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> a lot of
2: people have bangs the thing with me and probably everyone is either you get me and you love me and you think i'm hilarious and interesting or you're just like you don't you know
1: oh so you're a person you just described every personality
2: no yeah, but i'm a very polarizing personality and okay.
1: maybe in seattle
2: in seattle i don't think in new york i'm like yeah. that weird <laughs> maybe i'll hate it maybe i'll hate it maybe my ego is like i need seattle to like support me no I no, blended too much very there.
1: much going to. If,
2: if no, <laughs> I think I like it.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, I think I'll hate being accepted and similar <laughs> to people. That's not a no, thing.
2: I think I'll probably like it. I don't know. Okay. Um, I don't good. know. Whatever.
1: Okay. I think we did it. Yeah. Well, this was wonderful. Thank you.
2: Yeah. It was nice to meet you.
1: Nice to meet you, too. Uh, we're going to be talking more in the future.
2: Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
0: Too Old to Date was created by Mike Tanzillo and Brad Garoon. This episode was written by Brad and Mike. Our theme music is Loveless by Go Go Ghost. Stalk us on social media at Too Old to Date. If you have questions, comments, or the unbearable desire to be an angry troll, email us at info at too old to Want to share your dating stories? Give us a call at 718-559-1040 and leave us a message with your story. If we get really good ones, we'll play them on the show. For more info, visit TooOldToDate.com. And while you're there, consider leaving a donation. It will help us make more shows, pay for more dates, and <clears throat> maybe give the narrator a raise. is night and we will glow in our faces. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one.